I don't know. Mm. The question I have to ask myself is: is it is it, is it worth it? Mm. Well, it's you see, a lot of people are married, but they are with spouses who just tolerate. Them. I don't want that mm. thing. <laughs> I don't want to be somebody who just tolerates me for the sake of mm, yeah, I'm married, or somebody who I know is constantly cheating. But because yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a ring on my finger, yeah, it's it's cool. It's got to be like I I talk to a friend of mine about this, and I tell her it has to be intentional. If I'm like, it has to be about like the guy really liking me for me, not because he thinks it's time to get married. And so the next best person that comes his way, well, yeah, it's wedding time. It has to be intentional. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Open Conversations. I'm your host Joseph and this is episode 15. On today's show I talk to Edenum. So Edenum is actually a fellow podcaster. She is one half of the podcast to Peswis where they talk about various news topics and music and yeah it's a really good podcast you should check it out. Um, so on today's show me and Edenum talk about a host of a variety of topics. We talked about marriage, we talked about having kids in the future, if we want to have kids in the future, or do we want to get married, and we also talked about Ghana. Yeah, we had a nice discussion about the future of Ghana, and maybe our cynicism kind of showed in this episode, but yeah, that's just the reality. And we also talked about what we're consuming as far as music, you know, books, um, podcasts, TV shows, all that. So yeah, it was a really fun conversation. I think you'll like it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. I am good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. <laughs> How was your Sunday? Sorry, I'm so far pretty, pretty tame. Yeah, nothing exciting. <laughs> yeah, but what would you normally be doing on Sunday if it wasn't the whole pandemic thing? That was the same thing. Sundays are usually pretty chill, not much. The occasional times that I do go to church, but then apart from that, it's pretty uneventful. <laughs> well, that's true. People always say that when I ask weekends what they do, they always say, mm, not very much in my home, not very much. <laughs> I see. Must be a general universal thing. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, this is one of the um, themes I'm always seeing. Weekends, what's right. the plan? Nothing. And I'm like, really? Yeah. There's nothing to do in the city at all? You just want to chill. That's the thing, you know. Well, after a hectic week, you just want to, you know, relax and chill and prepare for the for the week to come. <laughs> so yeah, that at least that's like the way I see Sundays. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that seems so miserable. Like you're basically just relaxing for the next chaotic yeah. week ahead. Exactly. You know, you gotta get your body all rested and your mind all focused. So in a way, it's a good thing. <laughs> I guess, but at least like you can always do some fun stuff as you can. At least it helps with the relaxation. Yeah, once in a while. But then you think about the crowd traffic, you think about crazy drivers on the road and you're like, you know what? Let me just sit in my house and do something. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, this is such yes, oh. sir. <laughs> that is not a way to live at all. At all. I know, I know. Like if you do that all the time, then it becomes a bit boring. So every now and then, you know. 
you have to do something, I guess. <laughs> so, so what is your, um, on your, on your list of stuff to do as far as entertainment, what's on your list? Oh, if, 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 if it's not the occasional going out with friends, it's basically me and my Netflix or me and my audio books or reading. I'm a pretty introverted person. So those are the things that actually bring me joy. So I go up, but not too much. So yeah, I have to be, yeah, reading, watching Netflix, watching random things, working, maybe working on projects if I have them. And then, yeah, that, that's basically it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's yeah. the introvert life, basically, indoors, mm -hmm, on Netflix, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. But there's nothing outside of that? Like, do you like go, do you, would you have normally gone to like events and stuff to see what's out there? Yeah, occasionally, like I've been to like food fairs and I've been to Alliance, but those are things I do once a while. They're not like something constantly, like every week I have to go somewhere. No, mm -hmm. if it really interests me, then I'll be like, okay, there's something out there. There's an event going on. So let me go. But then on the regular, no, it's, it's, it's really just, if I really think I have to be there, or I really feel like it will interest me, then I would go. But side of that this is not i'm not like a day like every week i have to party kind of person no 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 i've done that and it's not my thing anymore so. really you've done that like what was that past life? i mean a, a bit well that past life was a bit of it was basically uni you know you go to the club mm. and you're coming home at i don't know what time it's coming home at six or when the club is almost closing you know that kind of thing but at some point it's just not that interesting anymore you, you just your, your your interests interests change, don't they? So you just you just start doing other things. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they do definitely change because I mean I, mm -hmm. I got rid of that whole lifestyle really early mm -hmm. because it was it mm -hmm. just was boring. Like honestly, it was boring. I go to a club, yeah, loud music, I drink, and then what else is there to do? Exactly, it's the same thing all the time. And if oh, those days when people are smoking, people are smoking, you come back smelling of smoke, and people are drinking yes. and misbehaving. And it's like, you get tired of it, you know, you get tired. Other focus, focus on other things, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true because it's just like, okay, this lifestyle is just the most boring thing. I don't know how people do it mm. every week. <laughs> mm. I guess you have to enjoy, I guess you have to be the kind of person who really enjoys that kind of thing to be able to do it every week. Because if you're not, it's just torture. It really is just torture, you know. It is, it is torturous. Yeah, it's torturous. I mean, but apart from that, like, okay, but are there any fun things to do in Ghana at the moment? I'm always asking this question because I am at a loss. I think you're asking the wrong, the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, fun things. But you see, the thing with, with Ghana is if you're not, you're either going out to eat or you're hanging with, I, I really, I don't see like, the fun things to do in, in this in this in this town to be honest like, it's difficult because sometimes you just want to go to the park or something but there aren't really any parks you can go to right? oh yes true but if there are they're not really maintained i mean you can go go-karting which is probably outside so many kilometers away from where you are you can go to the beach but then i just feel like it's really limited i don't know yeah, maybe you... really limited in the options yeah, I've always said that. I've always said this, that there are, we have so limited options that we can't be just doing eating, restaurants, bars, you know. <laughs> we have to have some sort of other lifestyle. We, people, people are just bored, man. We got to do something. Yeah, yeah. 
they're bored and then so they resort to going to yeah going to eat you know eat eat let's eat eat that's why there's so many eateries out there because people know people like to eat so let's open up the next one let's go eat you know it's it's, it's a bit boring it's a bit boring but luckily there are some you've, you've got music events happening every now and then I know Alian starts music hosts music events so that's not too bad yeah, 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 they do. They do have yeah. some events here and there. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. So if you are actually at home, so like, what is on your Netflix queue? Like, what are you watching that that's maybe interesting? Um, um, I tend to. I watch a lot of random things. You know, I watch documentaries. Like today, I finished watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I didn't like it. I just oh. thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I usually like Quentin Tarantino, but this was just. I don't I, know. I, I, I find it a bit boring, <laughs> to be honest. I, I, I will be honest with you. It is kind of long and boring, but I think it's better when you watch it in a cinema because I watched that movie in a cinema. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this makes sense. I can see where he was going with what he was trying to do. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I think that's okay. it. Okay, Yeah. I mean, Kill Bill is one of my favorite films of all time, but Absolutely. this one, I, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't like it. Maybe I have to watch it again. I don't know. No, I understand. Like everybody said the same thing was boring. And I totally yeah, understand. Yeah. It was it was just one long kind of movie, which didn't make yeah. sense. But I, I understood it really didn't. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, but I understood what his what his direction was. So I got it. Mm. Okay, I understand what he's trying to do. Right, right, right. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I I watch I don't watch reality shows that much, like every once in a while documentaries, movies, mostly series. I finished watching, I think, The Good Place the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also get on YouTube and watch random things. I tend to watch a lot of crime documentaries. I don't know why, but I seem to be obsessed with those. <laughs> Do you <laughs> so want to be a lawyer? I, no, I don't, actually. I just, I just, I'm just amazed how people think they're able to get away with crime. And somehow they always leave clues. Uh, and, and get caught, you know, and they get, they get in front of the police officers and they keep lying and then you end up finding out, oh, they really are guilty. It's, I just find it pretty fascinating. So, yeah, I watch, I watch those too. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. cool. that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then you said you like audiobooks. You know, it's funny, yes. I, I always have this thing with audiobooks. It's like, audiobooks sound like you're cheating. Because... Oh. You, it, it does, somebody but... said the same thing. I'm like, mm, well, just because I'm not reading per se, I'm still consuming some, you know, content. So I don't know. <laughs> True. <laughs> because it feels like, why don't you just like listen to a podcast instead? Because with a book, it's mm. like the intention mm. was to be read, but you're just getting the audio version of it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, st- I still enjoy them. I, I, I do enjoy them. I also find that when I'm trying to sleep and I can't sleep and I put on a, an audio book, I, I fall asleep easily. So it's also it's got its benefits, definitely. That's, that's true. I mean, I, yeah. I, I've tried audio books, like some of them I couldn't get into. And some of them, like, mm. it seemed like with an audio book, it's the better mm. version of the book. Because mm, person's mm-hmm. voice really matches. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is pretty good. I can follow along. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about you guys, your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you started a podcast called Two Pesos, right? Um, yes, sir. How, like, when did you guys start that? And what was the whole idea behind it? 
Okay, so we started in 2017 and we've been talking about it for, I don't know how many years prior to that. We've been saying, oh, let's do this podcast, let's do this podcast. And then one day we actually got together and said, you know what, let's structure this out and let's do this. Now, the reason why we wanted to start a podcast was to discuss our views of the world, basically, and then also share our love, our love for music. So those, those were the main, the main, um, the main, um, what's the word? Yeah, the main goal, really. We wanted to discuss our views, share it with the people, and then share our love for music, basically. And so we're now 40 episodes in and three seasons completed. Yeah, so that's that's two two pessimist podcast. Okay, and it, and basically, it's just you guys kind of talking about the major or just some new story that you find interesting. So we've actually sectioned it. So we've got four sections, and it's always the same every week. Four sections. We've got the in the news section where we talk about like news topics. Then we go to the music. We we talk about our favorite music. Then we go to the what the F section where we just talk about ridiculous news items that we've seen and then the two press first, um, section is where we give our basically our two cents on, 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 a, on a subject so that's sort of a play on you're giving your two cents two press so that's what we do every week uh, um, yes a weekly podcast every week we go through the four sections and then yeah that's that's what it is cool and what's like yeah. the most outrageous news story that you guys have talked on the podcast so far um, for me, it was the guy who, um, it was a frozen toe cocktail somewhere in Canada. And this cocktail was made out of like a real person's toe, which had been preserved. So I found that pretty, pretty outrageous that people would trek to that place just to go and have a look and drink this cocktail. So I found that pretty, pretty insane, to be honest. It's really, really, people do really, really weird things. I mean, that was one of the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so gross. I, I know, I know. It was disgusting, but it definitely was the F worthy. So I thought I'd talk about it. Yeah. So that was one of the weird ones. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah. about that. Okay. That's very weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel about um, our, our local news stories when it, whenever it comes up? It seems like sometimes I think that it's kind of a bit of repet repetitive as far as our news. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The thing is, when um, what I also tend to realize is when you see it on one media, from one media house, the wording can be pretty similar, similar across a lot of the other maybe smaller blogs or smaller sites. So I, you ask yourself, are people really going out to do, really going out to be journalists or are they, are they just copying and pasting from the big sites that they've seen? Mm -hmm. And that's a bit worrying, I think, if you're just copying from other people, what's, what's the essence really? You know, what, what's, what's, what's the point? What's yeah, the true. Point? I think I was thinking mm -hmm. about this last night, actually. I was really mm -hmm. thinking, I was like, it seems that, our, our journalism field or our media field is very limited. It's not really, I don't know, it's so, is the word bad? I think the word is bad. I don't know, it's just pathetic. <laughs> because, because we are not really like doing a lot of news report. We do news reporting sometimes, but it seems to be very limited to like maybe like two media houses are doing really good stories. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, the rest mm -hmm, are just mm -hmm. putting out gossip. Exactly, exactly. I, I feel the same way. 
Uh, it's just, I mean, I think, okay, I don't, let me not mention names, but then there are a couple of them. It's really just gossiping who did this and this celebrity did that and this one is pregnant and this one is divorced and uh, I don't know. I mean, is that really newsworthy? Mm. You know, it's a bit... So you have to be selective about the kind of uh, news you consume, isn't it? You have to see, well, do I really want to be going on here every day and seeing all sorts of rubbish news items or do I limit myself to just the one or the two and try and make some sense of those? You know, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah, it is not easy because yeah. like what tends to happen is that, you know, every, it was almost every year, every two years or something, um, this guy, what's his name? Um, the guy who does the investigative reporting oh Aras, Anas, 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 Anas. yeah like it seems like yeah. he does the investigative reporting and then it blows up yes and exactly. the funny thing is the Ghanaians are always shocked i'm like oh, i can't believe this is happening like, guys <laughs> well we know it's happening come on we like we know it's happening you yeah, know? But, yeah <laughs> the, but, but everybody like so shocked i'm like really this is happening i'm like of course it's happening Duh, yeah. we live here <laughs> That's the thing. That's a, a tragedy, really. You know, he's just bringing it to light, to be honest, because yeah. we all know these things are actually happening. You know? Yeah, it's but it's also surprising that okay, fine, like he does his investigative journalism, but why doesn't why don't like the local media houses just do some form of that for other stories? I mean, it's not shouldn't be that hard, should it? Mm. Maybe the resources. I don't know. Maybe they don't mm. have the maybe they don't have the men. They don't have the resources, or they're just afraid of backlash. You know, maybe they just want to yeah. keep the peace. Yeah, let's just do the surface thing. Let's be all nice, cause yeah. Yeah, true. Do you know? I, I've actually, fear. Mm. Yeah, I've actually noticed that that thing about when if you dare to criticize something that's big, you are fearing mm. the backlash. That's what I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think maybe it's also possible that some of these media houses or even the smaller ones are controlled by politicians. So you're not really yeah. trying to you know, rustle any feathers by going to do any investigative journalism on them or, or their, their, their friends or their, you know, their partners or whatever. So you, you might have to be careful. Hmm. So that also plays a part, yeah. Yeah, but then you have to ask yourself, okay, if that's the case, then do we even have like a, a journalist, like, do we have that, what, what do they call that, that about the, um, the journalist field? Um, the fifth, what is it? Oh, I'm I, don't, I don't know. Ah, something um, something about a uh, fifth wing of society where which covers like who the government is what they're doing to protect the people oh uh, um, uh what's it called okay uh, oh i don't I, i'm also yeah. blank here you're blanking out but yeah but I, know, I know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean like do we have that or is it just like no we're just living looking sideways and not really paying I don't attention know. to what's happening I don't, and even if we had that i mean this is a country where we're not really adhering to all the laws all the time you know so really even if uh i, I mean hmm, it's, it's 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 sketchy i don't know it's sketchy we're not always adhering to everything that is that is law or amendment or whatever. So you gotta ask yourself, well, yeah. would it would it really make a difference? True. It should, oh, but does it? It yeah. doesn't. Oh yeah, I remember it. It's called yeah. the fifth estate. Yeah, that's what it's called. Fifth oh, the fifth or oh, the fifth estate. Yeah. But but yeah. So I mean, but even with that, then it just I have to always ask myself, then like, what kind of country are we living in? Because there's two people, right? People are, one person says that Ghana were on the up, the up and 
up and up we're upcoming and everything else yeah i see i'm also on that side but the other people who said that hey going out we're doing well and the other people like me and maybe you who are also kind of critical about what's happening mm-hmm. in-house mm-hmm. and it's not as good as people glorify it mm-hmm. i think you see the thing is um when you're like when i was outside of ghana and i read all the news items i also used to think that oh this is i mean it looks like ghana is doing great and everything and then when i moved back i realized that oh you know what this is actually not as great as you think it is there are a lot of issues there are basic things that we're not tackling so yeah, on the outside it might look nice, but then when you get into it, it's mm, really not. It's, it's really not. And we don't criticize because we want to criticize, but we want to see things get better. We have a lot of potential, so you know, we just want to see things get better. Yeah. True. I mean, I feel the same way because when I was moving back, I was asking people like, "How is going on? Like, is it good?" Mm. And people are mm. so optimistic, like, "Yeah, it's getting better. Yeah. It's getting better." Exactly. And, and then you move back and you're like, are you guys sure? All I see is new buildings, but everything is the same. It's the same. That's the thing. It's the same. The same people who run around in traffic misbehaving are the same people doing the same things for, I don't know, government. It's really getting worse. So you really ask yourself, yeah, really? Are we doing better? Really? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, and I'm always asking the question, isn't it? Because it's funny because I have friends who come from outside, like, mm. like for instance, maybe we live in Nigeria, they come to Ghana, like, oh my God, Ghana is so good. I want to move here. I'm like, yeah, are you yeah, sure? Yeah. Like you just mm-hmm. came here for like two weeks. Like you haven't lived here, lived here. And that is what I keep telling people. When you come here on holidays, whatever you experience, when you come on holidays, it's different from what you experience if you're living here full time. So you've yeah. got to make that dis- distinction, you know, it's just not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Yeah, at all. I mean, we have a lot, we have lots of issues that, we, and very basic issues too that we mm-hmm. should have solved so long ago, but we're still having mm-hmm. them today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's appalling that many areas don't have water, basic amenities. I mean, water, we're still struggling to get water. It's unacceptable. Exactly. You can't exactly. tell me a country is up and coming and we don't have water. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I know. I'm, I'm, and I'm always saying, I'm like, I don't get it. We don't have the basics going, but we're so happy to celebrate the other things. I'm like, that doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense to me. At all. At all. <laughs> yeah, but somebody said that the reason that we're not really complaining as much is because we're exhausted. Like, we've complained and complained. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And nothing's happened. That's a so. good point there, yeah. Because what do you do? You keep complaining and nothing changes. What are you going to do? You're just going to wait till the next government comes and complain a bit and then just wait another term and just keep going on and on. It's a pity, really. But it is. It know. is. It is. And I'm always conflicted because I'm like, I'm not, like, if I think about long-term living here, I'm like, is it going to get better or is it just going to be like status quo? Because I don't think... I'm pessimistic. I don't think it's yeah. going to get better. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I'm just like, I don't think so. Because if you if you look at politics, you're like, nothing's gonna change in that field. So and that translates downwards. So how is it gonna change? Yeah, it's it's not, it's not. NDC is gonna come, MPP is gonna come, NDC is gonna come, and nothing is gonna change. Exactly. I don't know. It's really not. Exactly. And if anybody else wants to come as far as like a third candidate, then they're never going to have a chance because we're so accustomed to the two party system that it's never yeah, going to change. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I keep asking, telling people that what do we have to lose voting a third candidate? What really do we have to lose? Why don't we just try that and see? 
if it doesn't work for us, well, let's go back to our basic, you know, NBC and mm -hmm. We don't really have anything to lose at this point. We don't, we absolutely, but I think people just don't want to risk it. People just want to say, I want to vote for a party. So I know I can say mm -hmm. I voted for a party. It's insane. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. But you said, I remember you were saying about driving in Ghana, like, have, do you drive? Mm -hmm. Yes, I drive occasionally. I don't venture to Accra because I don't think I can do that. <laughs> Accra, Accra driving, I think, is just insane. So it's just basically around Tema and yeah, areas. But people are people are, are crazy on the road, and I don't get it. Like I'm always yelling at somebody that, yeah, why are you driving like a mad person? You know, constantly yelling, and I really don't want my, my blood pressure to go up. So it's, <laughs> it's you no, know, it really is. It's a fight on the streets, you know. Nobody is adhering to the laws. People in their big cars are just doing anything. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's a yeah. Nightmare. So you don't really venture out of Tema. You just stay in Tema most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. If I'm driving, it's definitely just around Tema. How? If I need to go to Accra, then I'm going to take an Uber. Mm -hmm. it's, no. too much. it's too much. It's too much. True, too true. Much. Have you visited any other, any other regions? Like, have you gone like the northern part of the country? Yes. No, I haven't. I've been to Takradi. Uh, that's about it, I think. Yeah, I'm in my hometown, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, I think I've been to Sanyani or was it Kufuridia? I've been to one of those places, but I was much younger, so I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I haven't you're... seen too much of Ghana. I'd, I'd love to, but I, I haven't seen too much. Yeah. And, and what's stopping you from going to see around? Uh, coronavirus right now. <laughs> okay, but okay, like before Corona, what was happening preventing? Oh, nothing really, nothing really. I mean, I I started it was all started with the Takradi trip, and, we, and I was like, okay, you know what, this is nice. Let me see a couple of other places. I'm gonna go to Ho. I want to go to Tamale. So those are a couple of things that that are on my on my to do to do list. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, have you always been an introverted, or you just, is it just come later? always? Oh no, 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 no! I've always been like this since I was a little girl. I've always been introverted. So this is nothing. Like it's not. It's nothing new. It's it's just it's just who I am. I think. Really, like what's like what's the like riskiest thing or like something that you do that's uncharacteristic of yourself? Uh, <laughs> um. I don't know. Let me think. I think a long time ago, I um I was at a club and I think I got a bit too tipsy, mm -hmm. and I got on the stage and started dancing. I think oh. that's a bit uncharacteristic yeah, of me. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it wasn't anything crazy. But then usually sober, I I wouldn't do that. Hmm. Wouldn't do that. So basically, the, <laughs> basically, alcohol just made you a different side, like made you yes, a different person. I, yeah, it makes me like I thought generally makes me like a happy, you know, happy person. So yeah, I, I don't I don't I try not to like I'm not I'm not drunk on the regular. It it rarely happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not I have but, a little tolerance for alcohol. So. But are you trying to be a li I guess a bit more out of your comfort zone in a way? Like try to do more yes, things. Yes, than... yes. Absolutely. And over the years actually I've I've gotten a, it's gotten a bit better because it hinders you, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Being all like not social and by yourself and enjoying your time alone, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. But then when you need to network and get to know other people, you need, really need to come out of your shell and do that. So 
yeah, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a process. It's not easy, but then when you realize that it's not going to help you, then where you have to, you try and be a bit extra. True. Like, do you have any friends yeah. who are pushing you to be more extroverted? Um, no, actually, no. The good thing is that my friends actually understand the way I am. Mm-hmm. So it's not them saying, oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. It's generally just, yeah, we know you are this way. But then, yeah, they just accept me for who I am, basically. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. And I know myself that there are situations where I have to, you know, be a bit more outgoing. So it's not something that somebody has to tell me. Like, I know, I know that I have to do that. So it's not necessarily somebody has to tell me that I have to do it. I know myself. So mm-hmm. when the time comes, then yeah, you just get on it. Mm-hmm. And, w- and whenever you're doing something that's like uncharacteristic, do you find yourself being anxious? And I do get anxious just before the moment. And then after that, it all dissipates. So that's mm-hmm. actually quite interesting. Mm-hmm. We were on TV one time for two pesos. And I was, I was pretty, like, I, was, I was a bit nervous. But as soon as we got on stage and the camera started rolling, it was easy peasy. So I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe it's just, a, it's not as bad as, as I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I actually had fun. That's the thing. I had, actually had fun. So that's a good thing same thing with uh we have yeah the same thing we have a youtube channel as well that was the same thing before i was really i was trying not to get on youtube my co-host teaches she said you know what let's do this i mean it's got nothing to lose i was saying that no i don't want to be on youtube and then we started it and again i i actually do enjoy it it's it's not as bad as, as i think it is sometimes you just have to push yourself if i push yourself and realize that actually this thing i think i can't do i can do you know but what, what was so stop why, like why didn't you want to go on youtube i'm just I, i'm just a, a, a kind of a private person so oh. like having your face out there people seeing you you're you're opening yourself up to people like people troll the trolls and people criticizing you that kind of thing you know so <laughs> but then at the end of the day i mean does it really matter yeah. It really matter? It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, people don't know you. They want to criticize. Let them. It's, it's not the end of the world. Really. True. I, I think I've, I've gotten over that whole, like, people always talking or criticizing you. I think, yeah. Mm. I, think it's, it, I think in the beginning, maybe it was like when I was younger, maybe I, I thought about mm. it a lot. But as I moved on, I'm like, yeah. I, you just can't have energy for people or thinking people are going to criticize you because it's exactly they're going to do what they want to do what can you do about it exactly exactly just live your life yeah (laughs) but as so so where you are like as far as being introverted like socially Mm -hmm. socially like Mm -hmm. what like what is your social life as part apart from you being home and you know going out to the occasional like alliance Frances like do you go out to lounges? Do you go out to, let me see, is it clubs? Not clubs. But like, no, clubs I don't do, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, do you I mean, like, I'm not saying that I wouldn't, but then it's just not a regular thing I would do. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. but do you, do you like do general socializing as far as, you know, you know, little parties, little events here and there? Um, if I get invited to a party, like I will go. It's not like I'll say, oh, I really don't want to go. I'm so introverted. No, I will go. But then it's not something that is like at the top of my priority. It's, mm. it's, I mean, it's not my priority. Uh, yeah, I would go. I'd go have a good time. But then at some point, I'm going to have to go home. Like I need to get, <laughs> I need to get my energy levels up, you know, like constantly, yeah. that constant thing. I, I can't do. I don't have the energy. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I think I, I really relate to that as far as like the energy, mm. like going out and your energy is yeah. tired. Like, I, I think with me, when I do go out, I go out solo. So I don't have anybody around me. So oh, if, okay. I need, if I need to go, I can just go. I'd have to wait for anybody. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that always mm-hmm, works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I, mean, I, I go to watch movies alone as well. And I actually enjoy it. Let's just go, go yes. to a movie alone. You don't have to be with anybody. It's fun. Go, go in your own time, do what you want to do. When you're done, you go home. You know? <laughs> exactly and, and that's something I really miss since this pandemic hit like just going to mm. the by myself watching a movie and going mm. I really yeah. miss that yeah. mm. <laughs> it is what it is Ooh, but I did have yeah. a question as far as like I want to get your perspective um, I was, I've been talking to some friends lately about you know social life and gone as far as you know relationships and dating I think dating in general oh boy yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an interesting topic because of absolutely the way things are, especially now with how technology works, phones, mm-hmm. social media, all that. Mm-hmm. I want to get your perspective on what you think like the modern dating life is like because I I think it's mm-hmm. it's it's a bit complicated now because nobody has this solid definition of what dating is now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So I think um, I I think just generally. Dating has become a bit, I don't know, people are out for their, for their self-interest, I feel. Mm. And, I, and I also think that people are not honest. If you're dating somebody and you're looking to get into a relationship, for example, I feel like you should be honest at all times. The lies is, is, is what gives, makes people not want to date people, right? Uh, you can't start... A relationship or dating based on lies yep. you can't be legally or emotionally or physically unavailable and say that you are and start a relationship based off of those lies it just it just it just ruins everything mm-hmm. True. but when it comes to just dating generally i just think dating basically is just meeting people seeing whether you like them dating can also be just meeting somebody for the first time and just hanging out it doesn't necessarily have to lead to a relationship and mm-hmm. that's the problem that I have with, with, with generally with dating. People don't, are not upfront with what they want. Mm-hmm. They say, yeah, I'm looking to get into a relationship, but then in their minds, they're just looking for friendship benefits. Mm-hmm. Well, the person you might be dating might also be looking for that. So why don't you come out and be honest? If that's not what you guys are looking for, well, then everybody goes their way. But to approach it with, with, with dishonesty and not being transparent, I just, I just can't. Like, for me, it's not... If, if I find out that I'm dating you and you're a liar, I, for me, it's just I'd rather be single than be with somebody who's constantly lying and then I know that they're lying and I'm just with them to say that I'm in a relationship. I, I can't mm-hmm. do it. I really can't. I just, nah, game over. I, I won't mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's totally understandable. Because even now, the whole, like, when you say some when people nowadays say that I'm dating, I'm always warning to them mm-hmm. myself, like, when they say they're dating, are they saying that they're currently with somebody or are they like dating and seeing other people to see if they can find somebody? Because that's where I am having an issue mm. with. Like, what does that mean? What is I, I think, mm, for me, I think it's, it's based, it's, 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 it depends on the people who are doing the dating. We can be dating and I'll say, okay, you know what? We're exclusive. We're just, you and I are dating. We're not seeing other people. We're trying to see where this thing goes. Or we're also honest with each other and say, you know what? I'm dating a whole lot of other people. I'm mm-hmm. trying to see 
who I might like, and then we take it from there. I, I really think it's just about honesty. It really yeah. is. Yeah. That's, that, that's the baseline. If we're dating, then I say, okay, I'm dating you, but I'm seeing other people. So I, if you're cool with that, then let's go ahead. Or we are, I'm saying, okay, it's just me and you. Let's see how things go. If they don't go, then we can go out, we go, go away and see other people. It's just transparency, really. But people don't want to be transparent, and that's where the issues come yeah true like what why do you think people are not transparent is it a trust thing like or just like they have ulterior motives it's self it's yeah ulterior motives and being selfish that's what i think because you're out you're saying that okay maybe i can get this i don't know this whatever you can get from the person money sex i don't know what it is you can get this thing from this person but you can only get it if you're telling lies Mm. so then you go ahead and you go do that it's it's just being selfish to be honest i don't think it's anything else it's just, you're being selfish or you're just a horrible person. <laughs> I, I, I try to, yeah, I, I just see things, things, things could be so easy, can, things could be so plain, but people try to complicate. Yeah, people will have a whole families out there, they, or they have three, four families, and will tell you that they're single, you know? Like, what is your aim? What are you trying to achieve? Like, what, what's, what's your game here? What's your game? What's, what's your mm-hmm. point? <laughs> you know? It's just, it shouldn't be, shouldn't be. Or people know that they don't want children, but they'll tell you that, okay, you know what? When we start dating from a relationship, we're definitely having children. And then four years, five years down the line, they tell you, you know, actually, I don't want kids. That's, you're lying. You're a liar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not right. That's it's true. Not right. Like, it's what's not the point? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. it's manipulative. It's manipulative because you, at that point, you're, you're, you're trying to make the person believe that you want this one thing when in reality you don't. That's, that's not right. And it's not fair, to be honest. Yeah, so dating True. is, I don't know, it's, it's a tricky thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it has become tricky because you know, mm-hmm. I, was, I was talking to a friend, I was asking, like, okay, like, as far as like honesty, because if like, I'm imagining, mm-hmm. like, if a guy comes to a girl and says, okay, I want to go out with you, but like, I'm the, the guy is like it's more physical than actually anything else but mm-hmm. and I was saying that from the guy's perspective he he's never going to actually say that he wants just a physical thing because that seems very he should though he should he should because there are people women who want that or there are other people who want that so he should be true but the girl I, might say actually I also want that so yeah let's do this yeah, but I, I think I think in the back of most people's heads is like it seems very. Mm. I look at the person like it's just a physical thing and seems very, mm. I don't know, rude True. or just some. It yeah, just feels yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. But you're better off being honest and eventually having somebody scratch your car or burn down your car or something mm-hmm. because you weren't honest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, right? absolutely, yeah. it's true. But what do you think about this whole new, no, it's not really new, but this whole states of relationship, like people have open relationships, they have, you know, open dating, open dating, monogamy, polyamorous, all that stuff. Like, what do you think about this, all these new things? First I think to each his own. Every, for everybody in the world, everybody has the kind of thing that they like, and everybody's going to find that much uh, that, that they want. So to each his own. If you want in an open relationship, well, fine, but then look for somebody who, who's also cool with that. That's, that's, the, that's, the only, that's all I'm saying. I don't go for somebody who doesn't want an open relationship and then don't tell them and they say, well, actually, I like open relationships. You know, mm-hmm. Just be open. I like it. Do, are you cool with open relationships? Yeah, let's do this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really think things can be so simple. 
I really yeah, think about the iron. I, I, I'm, I'm totally agree with that. But yeah, mm -hmm. I think people, I don't know why people are not as honest as should be. I don't know if it's a fear thing that, oh, if I tell this person this, they will reject me. So I'm just going to offer mm -hmm. this instead. Yeah, but if the person rejects you, then it means that person is not for you. If you're mm -hmm. fearing rejection, then that person is, it means you're coming up with what you stand for and the person doesn't like it. So that person is not for you. Oh, there are so many people in the world. Move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just try to see, I try to see things like black and white kind of when it comes to relationships. You're either telling me the truth or you're not. There shouldn't be any middle sort of thing or hiding things. It doesn't end well. It really doesn't end well. Yeah, it never, yeah, you're starting off on a bad mm. foot and it never ends well. Exactly. No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, but what, what do you think about this thing? I was talking to somebody, I was asking them about how come, especially in mm. our society, when it comes to approaching somebody, the expectation mm -hmm. is always for the guy to approach the girl to ask her out or something, but how come it's not like reverse? Like, why is it seen that when a girl approaches a guy, it's kind of, mm. that's not her place. Like the guy has to initiate it. I guess people will tell you it's culture. It's, it's been like that for a while and people don't seem to eager to want to <laughs> have it the other way. And, of, and a lot of the times it really is on you guys. If a woman approaches you, ah, this girl, oh, ah, she's, ah, she's so easy. She came to, ah, she came to, she's so cheap. She's so easy. And you know, this is true. So people might be a bit, you know, hmm, hesitant to say, okay, I really like this guy. Let me give him my number. I mean, people do it. Okay, fine. But then generally, it's not always, um, you know, embraced, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's true. As far as like the whole culture thing, it's really sad because... Yeah. I, because be honest, like, well, I can't speak for most guys, but if a girl does approach, approach me, I see it like as a sign of confidence in a way. And also that mm -hmm. you're not afraid to buck social norms. Yes, yes, yes. But then that's a good, you're different. Not everybody's that accepting, you know, or open to that, even though they might actually like the girl back. They'd, they'd be horrified if the girl told, said, okay, you know what, I actually like you. And it's weird. It shouldn't be. This is 2020. If you like somebody, just tell them. What's the worst that could happen? You get rejected. Well, and oof, remove it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah and, and, and I don't know why guys always say, well, this girl is easy. Well, no, she's not easy. She's just confident. That's nothing wrong with a girl being confident. And there really isn't. There really isn't. But then trying to paint a bad picture of somebody before you've even gotten to know them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But what do you think about this theme? I, sometimes it's controversial, but people make it controversial. But this theme of like body count, I'm always confused about this thing. Um, mm. Like body count, like, okay, this, and I'm always wanted to know, first of all, when somebody said, does say body count, what does that mm -hmm. actually mean? Is it that? It means the number of people you slept with. Yeah. So it just slept with, so it does, it counts in relationships and just uh, maybe flings, right? Uh, yeah, I guess just generally, uh, whoever you've slept with is part of your body count. I think that's the way I, I understand it, yeah. Yeah, true. But do you think that with that, there sh there are, should there be certain red flags when some people have certain no. body counts? Or? No, absolutely not. I don't think so. I mean, if, if, if it doesn't affect your relationship, so to speak, it shouldn't, shouldn't, be, shouldn't be a problem. If you're safe and you're responsible mm -hmm. and that's what you do, why should it, why should it matter? 
But the problem mm. is it always matters if it's, it seems to matter if it's a woman, and, but it's, mm. yeah, it shows your, your viral, your, your visibility as a man. It shouldn't, like, you know? Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think it's, it shouldn't, it shouldn't count for anything. Mm-mm. Mm. I, I, shouldn't. And shouldn't even, shouldn't, be, be, shouldn't even be a part of the conversation. Like, what do you want to know that for? What do you want to uh, know somebody's body count for? What would that do for you? That, that's a good question. I always wondered people yeah. who, who do ask, what is the, but yeah. for some people, I guess it's more of like a self-esteem because if I come to you, we have that conversation, mm. I say that, oh, I've been mm. with um, five people in my life and you can say I've mm. been with 50 people, then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's intimidating. You, you have way more experience and everything than I you am. You see, but right there, I have to stop you. The fact that somebody has a, a 50 a person body count doesn't even mean that they're experienced. It doesn't mean it. Mm. It just means that they've had sex with 50 people. It doesn't, has got nothing to do with experience. People have slept mm. with 100,000 people, but they still cannot make a woman come. So <laughs> it's, sorry, it's, that's, that's, it doesn't say anything. It, it just doesn't mean anything either. Somebody can have a body count of two and be totally, totally good at what they do. Mm. yeah i agree doesn't mean anything at least to me it doesn't mean anything sorry <laughs> like, okay so you, you don't have like red flags in your head about the number if a guy comes and says oh yeah i've been with 100 people like it doesn't really okay so mm, so there for for me I, i'll be a liar to say that okay it doesn't it doesn't mean anything if the number is really 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 high Mm-hmm. I'd be wondering that why do you have such a high number? Like, mm-hmm. what is it? Is it that you really, really, really love sex, or is is it is there something, you know? And True. if my, the thing is, if you haven't told me, though, I wouldn't know. But if you offer to tell me, then of course I'd be tempted to ask you, okay, why, why? I'm not, I'm not judging you, but I'm asking, why is your body count so high? Like, what is it? Yeah, I think just I'm... be I'll honestly be wondering. Yeah, I, I'd be yeah. Wondering. I think I'll be on that same page because I think for mm. me, it would be like, okay, is it that you're just having fun or are you like, are you having multiple relationships and just coming out in and out, in and out? Because then exactly. for me, always a red flag is like, how mm. committed are you if you ever get in a relationship? Mm-mm. And that's why I keep saying that it's, it's all about honesty in the beginning. You've got to put your cards on the table right there. Say, say who you really are so that people don't get surprised by these things. Even the very beginning, you said, okay, this is the kind of person I am. Maybe I'm a non-committal kind of person. Mm-hmm. And the other person is like, okay, right. So the body count that you're mentioning is sort of related to the fact that you don't really like commitment or something. So the yeah. person can form an opinion. But if you don't say anything, then it's just out there in the air. You know? True, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, honesty is always the mm-hmm. best. And I don't know why mm-hmm. we are still in this state where we don't are not being honest when it comes to relationships or dating. I, I can't stand it. If, if, I, if you're lying about something, like, I'm done with you. And usually, and I've said this before, I don't know whether on Twitter or somewhere, I say if somebody's lying to you about little things, they're most definitely lying to you about, about big things. And I've lived this. This, this has happened to me. How the person was lying about something which is so trivial. And you ask yourself, like, why are you lying about something that is so trivial? It has no importance to anything, you know? And that's, that should be a red flag. People who lie so much, that's, just, that's, that's, not, that's not what we want. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, I think even that goes into the whole theme of like, uh, infidelity. Like, like yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find out about people who do cheat and like what the whole thing, because there are some, like for instance, if you're a married couple and you have a spouse who cheated after maybe 10 years of marriage, I mm. always think that there's a really deeper 
meaning to why they cheated and they, they just cheated just to cheat i would think that compared to like relationships. I, I don't, <laughs> you don't? <laughs> i just think yeah i don't i just think you're an ass who had an opportunity and then you decided to 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 move on it it's, it's really? a conscious I, I just feel like it's a conscious choice true you're married for 10 years you're, you've been committed to your and then suddenly just something switches no, 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 no. Well, it, it might not be sudden. Maybe it was just bubbling to the point where the person just reacted. Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I just, I was saying, no, when it comes to you, I just think it's always a conscious decision. You, 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 you say, this is going to happen. You're taking down your pants. You're doing, it's, con- it's all conscious. It's not, mm. it doesn't just happen like that. So, True. no, I don't think so. But people have said that there are levels of cheating as far as, you know, there's a physical part and an emotional part. Like maybe I'm... For me, it's all the same. <laughs> really? It's all the same? Like you don't like... I, it's all the same. And for me, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. Really? Interesting. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Because hmm. so you're, like, you're not being true or committed to the person you say you're being committed to. Okay. Writing little... If you're texting little love notes with other people with other people and you know you're committed that's wrong because if they saw that on your phone and they'd be mm. annoyed with you or they'd be upset with you then you know mm. you're you're going down the wrong path mm. you that's, know yeah. you're sharing your life you're you're committed to you're married to somebody but you're sharing details of your life with somebody else that's betrayal yeah that's betrayal you know and well, sometimes you're sharing things about the other person as well you're betraying their trust it's, it's not cool it's not cool. Nowadays, people are saying that there are other forms of cheating. Now, for instance, you're mm-hmm. with somebody, and for us, like let's say, like Instagram. I go on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I follow. I follow some girls, and I'm liking their mm-hmm. pictures. Some people mm-hmm. will say that's a form of cheating because you are visually like liking somebody else other than the person that you're with. Mm, there, I, I I have to disagree. I don't think me going to like. Is this, is this one person or different people? Different people. Yeah, I don't, I don't, for me, I don't think that's cheating. If you're just going to like somebody's picture, it's beautiful. I can see a handsome man. I can see a beautiful woman and think she's pretty and go like a picture. Doesn't mean I'm, I want to have anything to do with them. It's just, it's just a pretty thing. I like it. Of course, if there are thoughts behind it and you're thinking about doing stuff with the person, that becomes a, a whole nother issue, right? But if it's just admiring a beautiful thing, I don't think so. So you, you would have no, if you were dating, you have no problem with, if, you, if your guy had like a couple of girls he's following, he's liking their pictures. If it's innocent, no, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Hmm. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Again, if it's all innocent and you're just admiring a beautiful thing or you're just admiring something, I, I, I wouldn't have a problem. No. Cool. Yeah, because I, I think some people, other people might have a problem for whatever reason, but I guess that's... No, the... no, no, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Okay. Ooh, okay, yeah. Even going from that, what do you think about, like, right now, the concept of marriage these days? Um, as far as people who say that, okay, I want to get married maybe mm-hmm. when, in their 20s or whatever. Like, where mm-hmm. do you stand? When, are, are, you, are you planning on getting married? I, my thoughts always, I don't know, they, they always vary when it comes to marriage. I've got days where I'm like, wow, it would be nice to get married. But also on other days, I'm just like, is it really, do I really want to be doing that? Like, you know, and, and especially in the context of, of 
if, if it's like a typical, you know, the typical Ghanaian, you know, kind of marriage where you're always you're doing everything for your husband, you've got to wash for him, you've got to cook for him, you've got to serve him. No, 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 no. I don't see myself doing that. I, 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 I can't. I, I can't. So it's yeah. always it's always sort of mm, some days yeah, some days no. I don't know. Mm. The question I have to ask myself is it is it is it worth it? Mm. It's you see a lot of people are married but they are with spouses who just tolerate them. I don't want that mm. thing. I don't want to be somebody who just tolerates me for the sake of mm, yeah, I'm married or somebody who I know is constantly cheating. But because yeah, yeah I have yeah, a ring on my finger, yeah, it's it's cool. You know, it's got to be like I I talk to a friend of mine about this, and I tell her it has to be intentional. If I'm it has to be about like the guy really liking me for me, not because he thinks it's time to get married. And so the next best person that comes his way, well, yeah, it's wedding time. It has to be intentional. Mm, totally agree. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean. It's funny because whenever I think of marriage, like I'm really hesitant, especially with our like context in Ghana, because mm-hmm. I'm always wary of, okay, if I'm getting married, like how are we getting married? Mm-hmm. Is there a bride price involved? All this stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. in, the, in the problem with me, I'm like, I'm so non-traditional that I, it's, <laughs> it's a really, it's a turn off for me whenever I hear this yeah. of bride price, you know, mm-hmm. getting to know the family. And it's like, mm, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally get you. Honestly, I mean, I, I'm not, that's not to that's not to say that people have got beautiful marriages and all that. But if, if, I mean, you really have to make the choice for yourself and see whether it's worth. Is it really worth it? I mean, I don't know. And the fact that people think marriage is all oh, it's all easy peasy, we live together <laughs> and we're happy. The fact that you don't know that, yeah, it will take some work. It will take some compromises and things. Yes, like that, I think. The expectation that you have of marriage, I think it matters a whole lot. I, I totally agree. It's Expectations yeah. because people always focus, when they think about marriage, they focus on the wedding part and not the marriage yeah, part. That's the most trivial part of it all. I mean, weddings, are, I just find them unnecessary, especially when people don't have money and they're getting married and getting loans to get married. It's so unnecessary. It's, it really isn't that deep that you're going to get a loan to get married. What are you trying to prove and to whom? You know, it, that's that's not the most important part of it. <laughs> Unfortunately, for a lot of people, it is the most important part of the of the of the of the marriage. People yeah. seeing you, a uh, beautiful bride in your white robe, <laughs> dapper dapper groom with his, in his suit, and yeah, it's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is why I always say that. You know what? If I had to, if I'm ever going to get married, I'd probably go to elope and go and get married somewhere else. Mm, 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 mm. If you have that, the thing is, if you're a Ghanaian and you have African relatives and all that, you look and they'll, you come back and you're in trouble. And would, would, is, <laughs> in my culture, you don't do that. And why did you do this? And uh, no, we don't do it like that. We should have done things the right way. And then they'll probably force you to do things the right way. <laughs> ah, that's the problem. But I'll just say, we're already married before you signed the wedding agreement. We just no, have they don't part. care. You're go- oh, you know, ah. they don't care. You're going to do that engagement. You're going to do that white wedding. Yeah, you're not going to get away with it. <laughs> yeah, this is why I always say that I never feel like I was born here because I am just totally mm. not with all that. I am sorry. <laughs> I'm not with all that. <laughs> even 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 the concept like kids i always think about okay when we, when you get married then the expectation is that when are you gonna have the children 
Yeah, that's so rude. I find that incredibly rude to be asking somebody about what they have in their womb. It's really, really rude. Very rude. You need to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But, but do you think about that sometimes? Because I, I sometimes think about, hmm, maybe I would like to have one kid or two kids one day. But then sometimes I'm like, not really. I don't know. Again, it's the same thing. It's the same with marriage. I don't know. Do I like? Do, am I am I in a place where I can fully take care of my child with no worries? Am I there? That that's the question I ask myself most of the time. Because you're not trying to bring somebody into this world, and then mm. and then you're struggling so much. So I think if it's in your position to do so, then make sure that you're in a way financially set. I mean, you can't you can't have it all. You can't be super financially set, but you should. I, I just think you should be in a position where you can offer at least the best for your child. And that should come into your child wanting making decisions. That's the way I think about it. Yeah, true. But sometimes mm. I, I don't sometimes I think to myself that maybe I, I'm more likely to maybe adopt a kid later in life when I feel like, okay, yeah. maybe I'm in a better mm. place, but then actually yeah. go into the part of like, okay, let's have a kid, one or two kids. Mm. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense as well. I mean, there are people out there waiting to be adopted the people the women who can or the people let me say who can have kids so mm-hmm. i i don't see anything wrong with adopting a child of course it's, it can be a bit traumatic because you want to have your a lot of people want to have their own children but then i just feel like okay if i'm sitting here and i know i can't have kids well, i'll probably go adopt one hmm. yeah I, I totally agree with that oh but yeah i did want to ask about this thing because even it goes in the context of our whole society and culture. What do you think mm-hmm. about the whole thing of moving in together before you're married or even when you're dating? <sighs> okay, so in the Ghanaian context, I don't know whether that is very, um, I don't know how feasible that is because again, you've got your relatives and parents and <laughs> in the background chatting, probably telling you that we don't do things like that. So that's, that may be a bit difficult. But I, I, I do think it's a, it's a good idea. People, people, the, the Sunday, Sunday seeing somebody is not the same as living with them, right? Mm-hmm. There, are things, there are things that you think might not annoy you, which when you live together, you actually realize that I actually cannot live with this. And it may be trivial to somebody, maybe just a trivial thing as, I don't know, leaving the toilet seat up or leaving dishes in the sink or something. Mm-hmm. So if you don't clear those things before you actually get married, you're heading for disaster. True. So I, mean, I do, I do yeah. think it's, it's not a bad thing to do. And I'm always wondering, our relatives and our you know, family, they always say we don't do this. But the question is, mm. have they ever given like a reason why we shouldn't, we don't do this? Because it just says that it was not They'll tell you it's culture. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the reason. But they, <laughs> that's the but reason they, no, do. but they never give like a, a really concrete reason. Just say it's, it's just culture. But what does that actually yeah, mean? That, that's the concrete culture. Meaning we've done things like this all the time and we're not about to change it. So yeah, yes. just, the, just the, follow with it. Yeah, but the question is, why are we doing it? If they give a reason why we're doing it. They don't it. want to know. They don't, they don't really, I don't think they really care. It's just that, ah, it's been handed over, over to me by my mom. She always did it like this. My grandmama always oh, did it wow. like this. So now you are going to do it like this. You see, but it, it's such a bad thing because I think I saw a quote somewhere which was really good. It's like, just because people have been doing some things for years doesn't mean it's always good. Yeah. 
that's the thing. It doesn't make it right either. Exactly. Exactly. Because as we move on or as the years go by, we know new things and we realize that, oh, this thing we're doing beforehand, that wasn't good. We have to, we have to change that. Mm, 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 mm. So it's really up to us to say, you know what, this thing that we're doing, it's not right. So even culture here, culture there, we need to change things. Exactly. Because even with culture, you, you can advance or update your culture and still keep some things um, relative. But Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm always fighting against culture. I'm always asking, how come we do this and nobody tells you why we do this? Yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's sort of, I guess it's sort of like you being a child and your dad telling you that you have to do this and you're not allowed to question why. Sort of, Because mm. I'm your dad and I'm telling you you have to do this to so do it. I guess mm. it's sort of like that, yes. Yeah, a culture yeah. and you, you're going to have to go ahead and yeah, because but the thing is that always that's always sounds like a power thing. Like I want to have control over you, mm-hmm. so when it's held, mm-hmm. don't do mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. I said so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why, as a society, we are not progressing as much as we should because we don't question mm. why we're doing certain things. Yes, we don't want to challenge because if you go say something, then say you are causing causing commotion but we've got to question a lot of the things that we've accepted as as are you know you, we need to question things not just accept and they teach you this in school in like critical thinking you just don't accept anything your lecturer is telling you you're supposed to question and, and see whether what he's saying is making sense you just don't sure. consume and accept in everything it doesn't work like that anyway Exactly. I think, I think one of the best ways I saw that was when I actually went to a U.S. high school, like, and then compared to what that classroom was like there in the classroom in Ghana. And then Ghana, Mm -hmm. what tends to happen is that the teacher is always telling you what it is and you just take it. But in American school is that a student can actually push back against what a teacher says and they can have like a very civil debate about Mm -hmm, mm something and it was very eye-opening i'm like oh i didn't know you could actually tell the teacher that he may not be right right yeah 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 it's a a whole different here if you do that then it's like you're disrespectful to the teacher then you question his authority like what's wrong with you you know and that doesn't help us in any way unfortunately yeah because i I feel like that has that whole thing of don't talk back to elders authority is kind of what's happening in society even when it comes to maybe marriage like women can't question mm. their husbands things like that mm. all these things like that yeah 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 i mean i'll be damned if somebody tells me that you can't question your husband no no <laughs> not happening no. <laughs> yeah no 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 <laughs> oh, bro. yeah so, yeah we have problems and we're not we're not really looking to solve them that's the issue mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. it's unfortunate but uh, it is it is and like i was saying i don't I'm, I'm pessimistic about a lot of things and i just i don't see the silver lining in a lot of things i mean i, may, I don't know i still don't see it i still don't see it largely i want to be hopeful but I, like at this point in time i, I just can't there always seems to be something happening it's always some scandal or some corruption or something so it's, it's hard to be positive when you hear all those things exactly exactly mm. 
Hmm. Like I'm always looking for where is the next bright spot. Like okay, what like hmm. what's what's happening right now? Where I can look and see. Oh, this is something we can look forward to. But then hmm. it's always dampened by something else. And and then I just exactly yeah 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 one step forward, two steps back, sort of you know exactly <laughs> exactly. And then it's annoying. Like I don't know. I always think to myself long term. Like do I want to be here to help with building or do I want to be somewhere where I'm more comfortable and I have peace of mind and I can build whatever I want to build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd sort of planned like an exit strategy for this year, but uh, mm-hmm. the way coronavirus is going, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I mean, <laughs> and, and, I, and I never question people who want to leave and find greener pastures. I think that, mm. I mean, it's, it's really on them. I mean, if you want to go to a place where you want to succeed, I mean, I'm always mm-hmm. like, good for you. Go do what you want to do. Like, don't think that, yeah, you have to be patriotic and stay here for whatever reason. Like, no, if you can find yeah, something because, mm, Yeah, because you do get a lot of, so who should stay behind and build your country for you? Mm-hmm. You know, but you get a lot of that. Like, so who should do that work for you? And then I'm like, okay, so, but, but what is my country really doing for me? Like, if when I'm complaining about the things that I, I, I need like the basic what when I'm complaining like what is the country actually doing to solve those issues you can't say what am I giving to your country when you're not when my country is not giving me back I mean it, do, it doesn't work that way you know and it's not fair yeah it's not it's just not fair it's absolutely not fair and I'm like you shouldn't you shouldn't be shamed or you know manipulated to think that you have to mm-hmm. stay just because stay, you're yeah. here yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> yeah i mean because when i think about the overall society in ghana i want to think about the creative industry i think about the music industry the movie industry all these industries mm-hmm. i'm like what do we really have to look forward to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's i don't know i mean i think about this a lot but I just, I, I, I don't know. Even if you, when you make suggestions, when people make suggestions, I don't know whether they're taken on board. You know, mm. we've got so many brilliant minds in this country. But we do. It's like nobody's, nobody's really listening. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think yeah, I mean, I, I remember I got into a really good like discussion in one of the episodes I had. We were talking about how if you're really good in Ghana, people mm. don't really take notice of you. But what hap- tends to happen is when you leave, and you go mm-hmm. outside the country to mm-hmm. another country, mm-hmm. they, they there will recognize your talent and actually put yeah. you in a position to succeed highly. And then yeah. when you do succeed and you make news, the pe- people back then in you Ghana, become a son of Ghana. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. no, no, you cannot take mm. credit, credit from my success. <laughs> when I... Yeah, and that's, that's what happens, unfortunately. That's, that's what happens. It happens a lot. And I'm like, nope, that's not fair. No, this person actually was really talented. <laughs> we never gave them credit. They left, they got credit. And now we want to say that this is we're doing. We have a credit. And they yeah. can't, we can't write their coattails. Not fun. It's not fair. Yes, it really isn't. It really isn't. Uh, Ghana, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, well, we shall see. I mean, it's funny because we have an upcoming elections, and that's already controversial. It it is. I I don't know. I mean, if I it was go if I was going to vote, I wouldn't know who to to vote for, because it's. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you vote? Who do you vote for, really? Exactly. Who do you vote for? <sighs> And although I remember I asked somebody this interesting question, I was like, 
will we ever see like a female president in our lifetime? And I was like, hmm. not in Ghana. I don't in think Ghana. so. Ooh, really? You just shut that down? No? Uh, I, I would love to. It's, I'm not saying that because I don't want to. I would love to, but uh, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think a lot of people will be accepting of that, to be very honest. Hmm. A lot of people are going to be like, ah, oh, ah, she's a woman. Ah, oh, what can she mm. do? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. That kind of talk, you know. It's true. So as much as I'd love to see that happen, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. And what's the what's the percentage of, of women in Ghana to men? I really don't know. I don't have the stats. I think it's more. Me. I think it's about maybe fifty two percent more. The last time I checked. Mm. More women or men? Um, more women than men. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Last time I checked, but of course, you know how it is. Men always control most of the things here. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I think we can even like end on this whole thing about the female patriarchy and even feminism. Mm. I mean, it's it's fascinating to watch. I'm like, I'm always like observing everything from like behind the scenes. Tear down the patriarchy. <laughs> tear down the patriarchy. <laughs> it's it's interesting. It's interesting because. The, the way fem- feminism has come about, I mean, it's always been there. It's been there since like, what, the 50s, 60s? But now mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of popped up again. And mm-hmm. I see a lot of, um, what's the word? Misconceptions about the whole concept. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, some women who say that, oh, you know, I'm not a feminist, but I like to cook for my husband. And it's, and it's like, that's not... It's got really, nothing to... Yeah. It's that's not how it works. No. That's, so, not, that's not how it works. It's got nothing to do with that. It's... People have got it all wrong, you know. Yeah. And a lot of the times you hear people, men say, ah, I don't like feminists because they're bashing the men. If yeah. you as a man, you're talking rubbish and you're being, you're, you're all shrouded in your patriarchal thoughts and things, yes, we will bash you, you know. That doesn't mean it's just like it's a general thing. I don't know, and I don't even know the reason why people are scared of feminists. We're fighting for, we're fighting for our rights. We're fighting for, for, for what we believe in. So what exactly is the problem? Why would you have a problem with that? Yeah. How, and how does it, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird to, for me to see all these people say, ah, feminist, or at the end of the day, she'll still cook for her husband. What has that got to do with anything? Yeah, we huh? reduced it to such very simplistic things. And I'm, I'm yeah, never, very I'm, trivial things. Yeah, yeah very trivial. Think. Yeah, and I think, I think what tends to happen is that social media boosts some bad aspects of feminism in a way where it's like, okay, they see, oh, feminists are always bashing men left and right, left and right. But that's not mm-hmm. really the proper context. The bashing the it's, men. It really isn't. Yeah, it's never the proper context. It's really the men, that bashing the men who are done, who are like kind of, um, what's the word, misogynistic or something like that. They're bashing mm-hmm. those yeah. men. It's not the mm-hmm. entirety of the whole men uh, that they're trying to fight against. It's just saying that, hey, there's this issue in society where men are misogynistic and don't give like opportunities to women mm-hmm. that they want to talk about. People, the men will tell you, ah, it's not true. Won't you see women working here and there? But then when you get down to it and you see pay, pay structures and how women are treated and all that, you realize that, well, actually you men are priv- you're privileged and you're, <clears throat> you're reaping the benefits of a lot of things. But people just don't want to see that. You know, they just want to see, ah, I hate, here they go again bashing the men. That's all they want to see. And they're sticking with that kind of talking point, you know. And it's a yeah. pity. Yeah. And I think it's it really I think it really comes back to the whole thing of questioning things in society. People don't want to question. They're like, this is how it's always been. I don't know why we're fighting against yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah, go yeah, push yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, because it just makes sense that, hey, if, if society is like this, basically give it the opportunity just because she's a woman doesn't mean she can't do xyz job compared mm, to the men mm, that's it and mm. it's and it, i just feel like it's so simple like i don't understand why we've made it so complicated these days i don't know and then people you know what what annoys me most is people come with the argument that oh but can you fix a car tire can you put on the generator are you are you really saying that women <laughs> can't do that my dad taught me how to change a car tire when i was i don't know 14 Six, uh, no, 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 14, about 18, 19. What has that got to do with anything? Like, exactly. is that all that, that's important? Yeah, it's I mean, so weird, there's know? some it's men it. who can't fix car tires. I mean, they call a mechanic to fix it for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, it shouldn't be. It's not that serious. It's, it's not. It's not got to do with anything. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think more, our society, in our society, we still look at women as, you know, kind of being the homemakers, like, so if mm. they see, see women in the field, it's like, mm, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be at home, married to your husband, mm. blah, 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 blah. You see, but this is my take, right? Okay, so many, many years ago, women, let's say women were just, I'm just, I'm using the word just, obviously very, um, I don't know. Women were just <clears throat> homemakers. Now women are working, so you cannot expect a woman who's working to be doing the same kind of things a woman was doing when she was, just in quotes, a homemaker. How, how does that work? You're both working, you both come home from work, but then you, you sit down and expect your wife to be doing everything else. But like, where does that make sense? Exactly. You go say something and it's like, ah, but the woman has to submit to a man. A man is the head of the house, blah, 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 blah. The same old talking points. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? And I'm always wondering, where did this, like, the same people are just taking this thing and almost supposed to submit to the husband so literally, no, I like... Can't, I can't stand it. I can't stand that submission. Yeah. I, I really can't. I, I don't understand. And it, it's funny because they hold it in such high esteem, like, the woman has to submit to the husband. I'm like, mm, you're interpreting this thing way too literal. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a partnership. Everybody has to do something that they're good at. So, whatever. Maybe in the olden days... Yeah. What happened is yeah. the man will go out and do hunting and the woman will be home waiting for the meat to come home to cook. That's fine. That's olden days. Mm, we progress mm, 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 where women have other skills they can contribute to. So what are we talking about? Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. It just gets so tired. The same old conversation. The Bible says, submits to you. Oh, God. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It is, it is, it is, it is. And, I, and I just feel like some of these things are just so archaic. We need to stop going back to them mm. and looking forward to things. It's, it's, it's tiring. Like I, I get tired of the same old conversations. When it, like yeah. It's going to the point where whenever I see a feminist argument on Twitter, I just zone out because I know that mm. it's not going to go anywhere. Somebody's going to be ignorant of whatever the issue is. And everybody's mm. going to be shouting and talking and saying this and then, Mm-hmm. Resolved, so like, yeah. And people are set in their minds anyway, so what you cannot say anything to change their mind. So sometimes it's better just to leave it where it is. It's sometimes it's really not worth it because they're not about to change their minds anyway. So <laughs> that's what is, you know, it's terrible. Yeah, and I don't know how or if it's ever going to progress to the point where we all kind of maybe meet in the middle and just say, this is what the issue is. 
I really hope it does. I mean, with all the talking and stuff we're doing, I really hope things change and people get to see that, okay, this is not about what you think it was. This is a mm-hmm. progressive cause. I really hope so. You know? Do you know what I think so. would have really helped? Mm. Sex education in schools. Oh, this one. This one, that was a whole controversy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the it, curriculum it, and all that. It, it would have helped because then you can talk about, you know, and women and men, you know, as far as consent, mm. about everything else. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have helped at least people, like at least if you're if you're teaching young girls and boys about what the concept of consent and how their bodies yeah. work and everything, it gives a better understanding. So when they grow up, they can see um, certain things they wouldn't have seen if they weren't taught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. But then. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's always so shrouded in secrecy when it comes to sex education and, and similar. So people mm-hmm. are just, people just kind of shy away from it, even though they know that this is really important. Mm-hmm. We do shy away from it. Like it's even with mm-hmm. the whole concept that, oh yeah, the guy can go around and have sex and be fine. And the woman, if she does it, then she's looked at differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, things have to change. Like so many things have to change. And if we don't talk about it, it's not going to happen. Sometimes you talk about it and you feel like you're you're talking to a wall, but (laughs) some of these things just need to be said. Just need to be said, you know. They do. They really need to be said. I don't know when that's going to happen. I'm trying to be optimistic, but I am not <laughs> as optimistic as I used to be. I mean, mm-hmm. like I came back to Ghana. I yeah, I came back to Ghana in 2012 and I was like really optimistic, but it's 2020 and mm-hmm. I'm still looking at it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough. I came back to 2014, I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like again, I was optimistic in the beginning, but then as time goes on, uh, things are so different to what you're used to and then you sort of have to compromise and then it's all down mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. and i feel like when you compromise and it's like you just you just become one with everybody else like yep you're frustrated to just join the crowd mm-hmm. just join the crowd mm-hmm. you know exactly <laughs> go with the go with the flow exactly just go with the flow all right oh, well this has been good i think we're talking for like almost an hour now this oh week. yeah great great i mean it's fantastic <laughs> but yeah i mean we can definitely talk there's some so many other topics i want to talk about we can't go too long though okay. but definitely we okay. should have a, like a, maybe another episode and actually discuss those because i think there's yeah, some more sure. things no problem at all awesome okay, awesome so it. yeah so <laughs> thanks for coming on really appreciate it you're welcome you're okay. welcome. Thank you too and, for having okay. me. <laughs> You're welcome. And have a good day and stay safe. And let's try and be maybe and when you this, too. And when this pandemic and let's try to be a bit more extroverted. <laughs> we will do that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll catch you later. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. <laughs>